Yo, this is Conan. You're listening to World of Wrestling Podcast with Tax and Rich. Boom. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the World of Wrestling Podcast. My name is Rich, and as always, I'm joined by professional wrestling commentator Tax Williams. Hello, everybody. How you doing? I'm good. I'm putting a little Tax Williams there, a little Vince McMahon <laughs> on it. Well, you know, Roman Reigns put a little bit of shine in me. Have to have Elias helping bump on SmackDown this week. So, you is know. that what happened? I gave up watching. I tried to watch Raw on SmackDown this week, but just I got to the end of Raw, I was like. That was a fucking waste of time. <laughs> Didn't bother watching Raw, but I watched the start of SmackDown purely okay. for the Kofi King, uh, the New Day and Kevin Owens segment, okay. where Big E's now out injured, so they had uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens be the honorary third member as the Big O. Oh, did they? Okay. Oh, nice. hilarious. But, but yeah, watch the first opening segment of SmackDown, if you haven't done so already. It's probably the funniest thing WWE have done in years. Cool, cool. Sounds good. I might just watch that and then just not watch the rest of it, because, you know... That's my approach to it. Superstar shake-up. It seems like they've just... Since WrestleMania, they've just jobbed out the whole fucking roster to just like you know what you storylines what are you saying about the viking experience oh good lord yeah but twitter wise hashtag viking experience most over guys if they didn't know who they were before um icor and <laughs> eric and ivor uh, it sound like a welsh dude duo you know? eric and ivor <laughs> which really puts pay to ackerman razor <laughs> offers of pain for sure for sure but this isn't about wwe this week oh no 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 Indeed. thank god so we are doing cmll or cmll cmll sin piad or sin piedad <laughs> bloody love piedad 2019 it pretty much describes me <laughs> sinful piedad <laughs> so one of our early pods was on triple a how much do you know about cmll uh, more than I knew about AAA. Yeah, so again, I wasn't overly familiar with it, but what I like the fact of CMLL is it's mm. it's very much a traditional wrestling promotion. That's the idea, at least. Yeah, yeah, I went into this expecting to see more traditional lucha, is the simplest way of putting it, I guess. Yeah, but they don't really go for gimmick matches. They still shy away from things like ladder matches. They shy away from blood unless it really is accidental during the matches. And apparently all sorts of storylines, and they shy away from all that good stuff. You know? Yeah, well, <laughs> for example, like La Park... L- sorry, LA Park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got fired about a month after he resigned for having a profanity-laden promo, and they're like, "No, mate, get out." Did they really? Yeah. So that's okay. how how up they are on on being very um, presentable. I love the fact again they take things very seriously. So they have a universal championship, mm. which is only defended once a year, and it's tournament play. So basically, all the champions in CMLL get together for a tournament once a year, and whoever wins the title is then the universal champion. Fair enough. And okay. that's it. They, there is a belt, but they never defend it until they get back to the tournament the next year. So they're kind of like the King of the Ring almost. Yeah, except... But with a belt. Winner stays on. Instead of a crown. Yeah, and you've got to be the one of the reigning like 27 CMLL championship holders to qualify to be uh, in the tournament. Because they've got all sorts of funny things, like the Sombra was the NWA Heritage Champion, I think they called it. Yeah, and they've got like the uh, the Heritage Mexican Heavyweight Tag Championships. They've got the Mini, the Estra... Uh, yeah, it's... There's so much weird shit with CMLL. It's it's um, I've watched a couple of shows in the past, and that's why I chose to do a CMLL yeah. show. And it's one of the shows we one of the big companies in the world we haven't looked at yet on the pod. I'd seen a couple of shows in the past that were silly and fun and family friendly, and I expected that from this. Yeah, what we got, at least in my opinion at this point, is nonsensical dance routines with almost fuck all meaning of any sort. The quality of wrestling, as we'll get into, is very much like your first wrestling match, if you're a wrestler. Mm. It was a little bit... A little bit is being polite. It was very clunky. <laughs> yeah. And... and Botchy, it, spotty. I love a leg <laughs> slap where no one actually... Where you just kick the air. 
Kick the air, kick the air. There was moments where they would do kick the air. The dude was five foot away. He'd then run towards the person and then just fall on the ground and sell it. And you're like, oh God, good Lord, man. Like and how dumb do you think people are? And as we'll get to later, the softest, worst executed spine buster in the history of professional wrestling. I don't know which one you were particularly thinking of, but there's so many fools in this. But let's start to jump yeah. into the, 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 mm, the narrative of this show. <laughs> there's no narrative. What am I trying to say? You mean no mercy oh for god's sake this is so bad which is the obviously the translation of uh sin pie dad oh i've got it translated as merciless merc- mm, i can't even talk anymore mercilessly <laughs> so oh, no, whatever I'm... no mercy mercilessly it's the same thing basically yeah. so we open on three lovely chaps in blue polo necks with two ladies dressed in sparkly braided outfits i, I tried to think of a way to describe their outfits because it's probably the most interesting thing on the show uh lotto uh, do you do you ever remember the little adverts for the Lido adverts on ITV where they had like the girls in the glamorous? No. Sometimes after no- a certain time, night, even though it was on ITV, there might be a little bit of nipple. Oh. I describe these ladies as bingo girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. I was thinking um, Booker T's hair mid 2000s but bedazzled it was <laughs> very know? bedazzled like hair. long braided kind of v-shaped booby holders and stuff you know at this stage i was already happy in the case of similar to triple a i'm really glad we have the ladies yeah <laughs> but it seems to be a staple of mexican wrestling in general and i love it <laughs> <laughs> it's a little i feel like their product is 20 30 years behind everyone else at this point yeah this is the sort of promotion turn around going hang on you don't have girls on the f1 track holding umbrellas and like people have adopted all the lucha moves and stuff and incorporated them into their kind of wrestling and lucha is still just doing lucha (laughs) like there's nothing has developed it seems you'd think they'd be doing lucha (laughs) yeah yeah well that's a fair point (laughs) let me just uh mute my dishwasher stop my dishwasher because i can hear it in the background i'm worried it's going to be annoying for podcast viewers so no problem at all you can talk about this wank if you want (laughs) in general though with with cmll um one of the things that astounded me is their tv and their taping schedules Mm. that they have so they run seven shows over five days Okay. Um, and they and they always have a Friday. The Friday night show is always at Arena Mexico. Are these house shows and such, or are they always just? No. What I think the Friday show is always their TV night. Okay. Um, but they run sort of house shows seven lots over five day period. One is always in Arena Mexico. And I think either the Saturday or the Sunday night show is always at another arena. So they've always got a permanent base, hmm. which I thought would be very good because it means probably they can leave their ring set up. Uh, maybe so I think it's also used for things like bullfighting and such and if you look at the shape of the arena it looks like the old Roman kind of Colosseum buildings it's very very like um, thin and kind of sharp with the seating plan so it feels like everyone's on, on top of it which is very similar to how kind of bullfighting arenas are. Yeah. So I wonder whether they have that sort of show there. Possibly. Very in the, the round, you know. I also think, but obviously, before we get into sort of the, the start of the show, because obviously yeah. this was the 1st of January 2019, they seem to start running Sin Pie Dad now on New Year's Day. <laughs> Sin Pie Dad, are we just calling yeah, it over that? Okay, okay fair Dad. enough. <laughs> um, so they run it on New Year's Day every day. Okay, the arena cool. is, it was in Arena Mexico, and that's where it's always been since they've held this event. Yeah. Um, every match on this card was two out of three falls. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, (laughs) It's uh, meant to be, at least, yeah. But the arena was, I'd say, full for a New Year's Day wrestling. Okay, so I've obviously spotted stuff that you hadn't spotted. I think it's my production head coming in, because it's obviously what I do for a living. There's a couple of shots towards like the main event where they tilt the camera up to capture moments that are happening, and you can see a whole section that's completely empty. 
there's two layers above what we can see All right, okay. that are blacked out but occasionally lights and cameras catch them and you can see banks and banks of empty seats. If I'm honest, I would have left. <laughs> so <laughs> shit. Not five-star Belfast level of empty, but like raw house show level of empty. If they're running like Wembley Arena for a house show, yeah. I mean, the Brits would turn to anything. But if they're running, you know, I don't know, Madison Square Garden or something for a house show with Top no big names or whatever. Off. Yeah, you imagine there's at least a few yeah. levels taped off, you know. So, I mean, I have concerns with CMLL. With AAA doing very well at the moment, the connection with AEW and everything like that, uh, I worry about the level of talent in CMWL and who's going to be pushing to the forefront and stuff like that and their popularity is concerning to me at this point. Yeah, I mean... Uh, we... <laughs> Not that I give a fuck about this terrible company, but they're such an old company, the oldest pro wrestling company in the world, you know? Yeah, because this, this is their 85th year of running as a pro wrestling company. Crazy. Which is insane how it's gone. And the fact they still have a weekly TV show yeah. for something which is not very much storyline driven <laughs> what storyline <laughs> so um as you said it's the first january 2009 new year's day arena mexico uh the whole show is apparently available for free on youtube did you know this no because <laughs> we didn't get it from youtube <laughs> we found notorious uh, nefarious means is how we found this but um allegedly I was looking through yeah allegedly i was looking through uh the stats on cage match and wikipedia and stuff as we always do kind of looking through what this show was and how it came about trying to get some meaning to yeah. put across to the pod um, there's a little note saying broadcast on YouTube and I was like is it really? I went to check it out I was like fuck we could have just watched it on there <laughs> so uh, it's the actual it's the official CMLL YouTube channel and this video currently has 147,000 views yikes which is good yeah but for one of their big shows not great not great at all not at all like WWE have two minute videos that are nothing with this sort of level of numbers on it you know well WWE in the millions yeah, of views yeah. now as well but yeah 147,000 is not a great that's probably because everyone mm. found it watched it live on the stream <laughs> sure or was in attendance so the thing is that <laughs> those numbers uh, and also have the live stream chat and repeat oh, so it's dear. all in Spanish so I can understand most of it like I can see bits and bobs I know bits of Spanish um, but so those numbers <laughs> I know bits of Spanish <laughs> <laughs> but it's just from watching things like this and stuff but um so those numbers include all the live stream everything this was streamed live on their youtube because it's got the live chat still and so like you can't recreate that that just is there you know <laughs> so one hundred forty-seven thousand is not that many that's not great advertising money either is it from so, the youtube side uh, of things no not really not for a company on this scale but i mean you know dollar against the mexican peso i guess it is not great uh, i imagine that like you know they're still making half decent money if they're taking av american advertising money and such you know yeah. but it's probably mexican advertising money which is probably the same scale of what they used to which is yeah not much yeah not as many as the Amer much the americans at least so can you describe the entrance staging ramp to me i would liken it to the top of a small glorified shopping center in egypt <laughs> with egypt where did that come from? Because they were like they seem to like have like the steps down from the pyramids at the top. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah, for sure. Greyish stone white plastic steps walking down from the uh, the entrance ramp. You've got two vi two main video walls either side, left and right hand side of the mm -hmm. rest of the entrance, and I think one above the top of it. I think so, yeah. Um and then you've got the classic, as I like to call it, the WCW ramp going down to the ring with steps either side and a walk just step straight into the ring off the ramp. But the entrance way was Steep, yeah, for sure. Like, Jeff Jarrett was scares me. <laughs> 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 Little tipsy at that point. <laughs> Apparently he's sober now, so good on him, you know. But um, the thing with these 
Marina Mexico shows whenever I see them I'm always terrified people are going to fall down there I'd love it if they did especially the older boys you know yeah. that can't quite walk even so yeah. they go down these steps you're like it's terrifying the one thing that uh, kind of threw me is you know how the staging comes out in almost like a curved V shape yeah. and you've got the ladies kind of down either side of it as like the entrance way every yeah. time you've then got like uh, I don't know a two foot perspex thing to stop fans reaching up yeah. and like <laughs> something must have happened for them to install this bit of perspex I want to know Guerrero basically sits in a crowd <laughs> when he's not wrestling just touching the ladies up <laughs> there's elements of that almost you know it's just a bit freaky so we have the dancing ladies who are there it was the same two girls that with the people who introduced us yep. but there's how many would you say 12 maybe yeah, there's 12 in total. Should have counted them, really. I counted, it's fine. They're 12 oh, thank you very much. And uh, I have notes on all of their dances throughout the evening. I was that fucking bored. <laughs> so. I hope it's on the choreography not being accurate. <laughs> we can <laughs> their choreography is uh, typically Mexican, I think is the best way to put it. I liken it to one of you do something and the others try and copy. <laughs> there's definitely someone leading at the front. The ones that kind of go, oh, we've changed dancing. Oh, okay, let's do the kind of like flippy hands to the air. Yeah. One, the bushwhacker walk. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of that. But basically with the dancing girls... Oh, I should have related it to wrestling moves the whole time. I'm regretting that now. Go on. But um, basically, I mean, thank God for the Nitro girls mm. making these dancing women have a purpose in life. <laughs> for sure, man. Again, stuck 20 years in the past almost. You do know? you think it's like Young Lions and these are actually luchadoras in training who are forced <laughs> to come out and dance i don't think so at all <laughs> so our first match is allegedly a best two out of three falls tag match with okay i'm gonna try and get all these names as right as i possibly oh, can yes here we go our callus and robin versus el coyote and greco good old greco okay so our callus is out first in the greco roman calendar <laughs> <laughs> That's literally all I've got written for this match. Graco kebabs and stuff, you know. <laughs> so we get our first dance. They start to do a little shimmy. They're just literally like this. Then they immediately transition into like a figure eight, oh, which yeah. is like this. <laughs> I'm like, I've got these dances down, mate. Fortnite eat your fucking heart out. So uh, our callus looks a bit like um, Diet Penta. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sums it up perfectly. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. This show is full of these weird descriptions, by the way, so I hope you enjoy these. So, um, he's got a spiky onesie thing on that looks kind of interesting, I guess. And th that's all I want from Lucha is mad costumes and stuff. And there was nowhere near enough of it no, on the show. They were all, all pretty standard. Maybe we've got used to seeing Alistair Black coming out with, like, not the mama kind of jackets and stuff, yeah. you know. I'm and glad that's the thing now. That's, it's that's, that's completely jackets. stuck, you know, <laughs> testing, testing. So, Tracy Smothers reference for the win. So, um, Is that Andre the Giant? <laughs> Look out, it's Andre! AEW, <laughs> sign Tracy Smothers. I have a theory, right? Like, fuck this Lucha show. <laughs> I have a theory about Tracy Smothers. All they do is hire him, put him in a match with a jobber every single week for 10 minutes and just let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Give him no storylines, no instruction. Just let him be Tracy Smothers. It will be the best 10 minutes of TV every single week. He's the best. <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree with you. He's so funny. Uh, we're talking about Joe Ryan's penis party with Tracy Smothers versus Sue Young. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's the, I, I fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. And also, quick side note, how stupid Sue Young? Andre's been dead for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's the genius of it. That's 
fucking great. I'm hoping that these these non CMLL bits are going to yeah. be the highlights of the podcast. Oh, actually going to keep people listening. Oh, for sure, man. Like, <laughs> I could almost just talk about as soon as you start talking about pyramids, I was like, I know loads about pyramids. Can we just talk about that for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know they all face like north, south, east, west, and you can get a credit card. You can't get a credit card in between each stone, but yet they didn't have hammers or tools. Apparently, that's insane knowledge. Yeah. Do we know of any top Egyptian wrestlers? Egyptian wrestlers. Because the only Egyptian sportsman I can think of is back to my <laughs> back, back to early Tottenham days when they signed Mido and everyone was like, oh, what's he really good at? And Mido came on and was like, best header of a ball in Europe. Oh, really? You're from Egypt! <laughs> Wasn't Naeem from Egypt? No, I don't know. That piece of shit uh, no, 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 he, ruining my dreams as a child. Go he on. might have been originally, but I'm pretty sure he had Spanish nationality because when I remember once playing a championship manager, I could sign him without having to have a oh, uh, work permit issue. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Well, let's so, talk about something that isn't interesting. <laughs> Well, uh, to be fair, uh, Bruno Mars Uptown Funk plays. I'm like, copyright does not <laughs> exist in Mexico. <laughs> it's a running theme with the pod. Uh, the girls have changed their dance to a hip bump bro fist combo. <laughs> I'm like, this is cool. Ride them cowboy. <laughs> and then they do a point the finger gun swimming. And I'm like, they're doing this. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this is the best highlights of the show. Fucking hell. So uh, Robin looks like Batman's Robin, but just fat and Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls start to do a yeehaw dance because the new cowboys are coming oh, out yeah. so they've got their hands to the hips and they do like this little sway thing and I'm like this is so good reminding back when I did line dancing back in Nashville and except this did you was... really? oh yeah of course you had to oh well played after I'd had a lot of uh, <laughs> barbecued pickles they they basically like do uh, fried pickles in barbecue sauce and everything. So oh, I, okay. I sat there and I was like, mm, I've eaten a lot of food. Hey, partner. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that's, clo- that's close to Mexico, so it fits in with the show we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so out comes a cowboy coyote, of course. Uh, then out comes La Sombra cowboy looking dude who's apparently Graco. I think you'll find it's Andrade cowboy. <laughs> well, yeah. Dancy ladies line up and we get close ups of them. So they're doing the ring introductions and the, the director's like, fuck it, we'll just show the half naked ladies instead. Classic Mexican. For every single fucking match on the show. <laughs> and you're like, for fuck's sake. By, by, by the time it ended, Blonde One was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so um then this voice begins to talk and it's deep and sultry and stuff and i'm like where's this voice coming from and it's the commentator oh yeah he's... i thought it was in the arena there's so much reverb on it that it sounds like he's being broadcast yeah. around but it's not it's just how it sounds like the overproduction of the commentary is brilliant i'd almost expect to see him in like some kind of days of our life like dr Arthur. Or your mana. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like that. Oh, Pedro. You're oh, doing the voice of the chickens. Uh, the, the, they watch in on Dougie. TV. In <laughs> yeah. Parents Unite. <laughs> no, but not that Parents Unite. <laughs> <laughs> so we get an aerial shot of the ring and I'm like, oh, production levels. And it shows off this Roche Franz advert in the middle of the ring, right? I'm so glad we get to what this is later on in the in the pod as well, later on the broadcast. Let's not spoil it now. Okay, okay, let's not spoil right. it now. <laughs> so let's just emphasize how much advertising they've got. So if you looked at the ring for an aerial, they've got one big logo in the middle saying Roche Franz. They've got another one in front of every turnbuckle on the canvas. They've got 20 of them going up their entrance ramp. And you're like, how much money? 
money did they pay to have this advertising there? Did you also not notice it was also on the uh, first full, second full, third full boards as was well? Was it on those <laughs> yeah. as well? Like the ring card girls that come out? And I also out. think the ring card girl also had it on their crops. Oh, they probably as well. did as well, yeah. yeah. Like, they must have spent so much money on this advertising. Or, to alternatively, they genuinely just leave it there and then they've actually not paid for sponsorship for three years. <laughs> it could be, man. I mean, this is Mexico. Anything goes, I think, at this point, you know. They don't even sponsor them. That's like us being sponsored by Pepsi. Uh, that'd be nice. I'd appreciate a Pepsi Max sponsor. That'd be fucking tasty. Exactly. Start using the logo because that's what CMLL do. They've not received a penny from that sponsorship, can we? Brains beer. It's for you and me. <laughs> you don't like beer. No added cream. No added sugar cream soda. Oh, oh yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, we need to monetize this some way. Some free drinks would do it. You know? If you'd like to send us some free drinks, hit us up on Twitter. Speaking of monetizing, buy a T-shirt. Look how nice it is. You can buy a punk design T-shirt and get your friends all jealous or something. I don't know. We are definitely not filling because of the quality of the wrestling we watched. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, bruh. so it's four masked dudes practicing their dance routine. That's how I put it. So many fucking lucha arm drags and i appreciate oh, this yeah. is lucha boots lucha arm drag lucha arm drag or a uh, lucha arm drag it's like a training drill this match it's embarrassingly boring at times yeah like really difficult if if we weren't doing it for the pod within 20 minutes of this show starting i'd have been like nope yeah let's see if the main event's any good it's not very good. Okay, fuck it. Let's <laughs> just go to bed you know yeah this this was not a good show i mean to be fair like note wise taking on this mm. match there are literally no highlights. I have no notes for any of the moves. <laughs> there, there, there are three falls in this match, and the highlights that I've got for this, I've, I've written basically God. four lines of notes for this. Yeah. Nice dancing girls to start with, great cowboy hats, lots of lucha arm drags, two out of three falls, going to be a long show for me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my highlight of this match was the indie standoff that is completely ignored <laughs> by everyone. They do the indie standoff thing, and everyone just kind of goes, wait, is there meant to be moves here? You're not doing arm drags. What's going on? No one seems to care. No. Because the, put, the place they put it, they fucked up everything before it. They did like five or six oh, spots. Everything was botched. And then they did a standoff. And they were like, dude, no one cares. This to me, at this stage, I thought to myself, I wonder if this is the pre-show. I thought it was something. There was loads of seats empty and stuff. Just like, people just yeah. haven't turned up yet. Like when we see with AAA, mm. and they basically have 17 matches as a pre-show. I thought, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long old thing. But then I looked at like the, the clicker and I was like, Two and a bit hours. Yeah, it's quite a short show considering, you know. I think it would have been three with adverts, but obviously we had the adverts cut out. A very, well, other than the most important advert. <laughs> well, yeah. So um, this Robin guy does a finger gun shot to himself and then falls over like he's dead onto El Cote. And that's a move in the match. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> Got. I mean, it was definitely over the fans who looked like this. <laughs> they looked so bored. <laughs> um... So mayhem ensues. What was that finish? Was it two finishes? Fuck this company is what I've written already. <laughs> so um, I think Coyote and Graco got a submission fall. Yes. Graco tried to steal to get the submission, but wasn't legal. So Coyote had to jump in or something. But then the lady brings out a second card and I'm like, oh, so that must be the first fall. Yep. But there's two falls have happened. But no, it only counted as one. So it was one fall. One fall there. So you have to basically eliminate both people on the other team to get a fall i don't think it was even elimination though no so but but you know what i mean you have to get two falls to oh get yeah yeah to fall. get one because we found that later in, in the in the co-main event so they're four out of six fall matches because you have to get four falls uh, not two i'm not going for a seven out of thir- <laughs> best of 13 series 
stuff. <laughs> but that's what it feels like. That's what it is. Already it's not two out of three falls. You have to get four falls. Even already going through these highlights, I'm regretting doing this podcast. <laughs> I'm loving it so much. So um, this lady brings out uh, number two cars and gets wolf whistles from the crowd. And I'm like, we're stuck in the seventies, mate. Um, oh, Callis and Robin both get pinfalls over Kurt and Graco. I can't remember how. I don't really care. There's a blue thunder and a swanton. So that's one fall apiece or two falls apiece. One fall apiece. Two falls apiece. It is. So this gets booze. So oh, Callis and Robin apparently are the rudos, but like, who the fuck knows? Because I mean, the commentators did try and get over, like, ah, Technico, Technico, Technico. And that's like before. <laughs> did they? Is that, is that, is he trying to go, Techno, 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 da, 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 da. <laughs> um, Yeah, you, there was no heel face dynamic in this at all. I think there's meant to be. There wasn't. There fucking wasn't. So, Ring Card Girl brings out the three sign. So, this is obviously the third fall, or fifth in this case. <laughs> at that stage, I thought, oh, brilliant. Ty Dillinger's got a new gimmick. <laughs> I don't get that reference. Oh, because it's perfect ten and kept bringing out. Oh, he's got three now instead. Okay, cool. That's funny, I guess. Um, Coyote, <laughs> <laughs> Coyote gives uh, Callis Bob Holly's forward slam finish the thing he used to oh, the use. The Alabama slam, uh, the, the Tijuana slam, but but sideways. Yeah, you know Tijuana slam. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, Graco does a stiff looking elbow drop. The piece of shit because no one's worked anything in this match. Why the fuck are you stiffing your mate? But a one, two, three, and after hitting a crossbody off the top, Robin just stands there. Let's Graco pick him up and do the same finish. He just what happened to his mate. Yeah. What a knob. Oh, yeah. one, two, three. I love, and also that stage for oh, good to see Wasteland being used again in modern moves. Oh, is that the move? Yeah. The Wasteland thing. Yeah. Who did that? Wayne, Wade Barrett. Oh, I was Wade. That's yeah. the move I'm thinking Because Alabama of, Slam was the... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got too, I got too bad with a se- so many insensitive joke calling it the tier one a slam. <laughs> mate, I'll go with it. It works for me. So, uh, the tequila is, slammer. Uh, there we go. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Look at you being all creative. <laughs> wow. You wait till you see my new lucha gimmick with the tequila slammer as my finisher. Can't oh, wait. I was going to get the lucha mask out. Oh, fuck it. I forgot. So, uh, it's too I don't hot think today. I don't think it'll add to the show. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be more lucha than half the people on this fucking card. <laughs> So the winners, El Coyote and Graco, Mr. Director must be disgusted with that finish as I was because he immediately cuts to a close-up of the crowd and they don't give a fuck. They're just sitting there. These are clearly people who have just still either come in from New Year's celebrations Mm. or it's a case of, oh, I bought the tickets, I should probably go. Or my kid's wrestling. Yeah, I feel like there's lots of like you know family members in the crowd almost, yeah. and everyone's a bit hungover from New Year's because it's the first, obviously. Um, I don't know. There's an advert here for some sort of book or something they're selling for apparently eight hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, the, the, for the practical. What is this? Do you know? I think this was like um, it's like a CMLL Simpeda Pida Pidad. Sorry, Sin Pidad. Um, just a, a memento. A uh, comic graphic book, a coffee table sort of book. Yeah, but for eight hundred and fifty quid. Well, eight hundred and fifty uh, Mexican pesos. Uh, but it had the dollar sign next to it. Mm. I don't know. Not worth <laughs> the money. Maybe they think like rich Americans will give them all their money they need. Oh, and I definitely want the company. This, I definitely want this coffee book. In fairness, though, mm. like the the start graphic and the graphic on the book looked very good. Their artists are exceptionally good. For sure. The illustri- <laughs> the illustrator is better than all the wrestlers on this show. <laughs> So um, next up, we've got a best two out of three falls. Oh, good. Six-man match. Well, technically, four out of four out of six falls. Six-man match, which is hard to say. Technically, it's a an, an, an nine out of 12 falls. Because it's, it's, it's six. It's, Do you have to pin all three every four? Oh, I give up with the falls. <laughs> I've got lots of angry notes about them later on. So so we've got, let me try and get through these names. Right. Avispa Dorada. La Jokorchita. Jarashita. Okay. And Luvia. <laughs> Labia. Lavia? Labia? <laughs> versus 
Dallas la Carabina, la ampo, Amapola. The, am- amputee, the amputee. <laughs> really? No. Okay, good stuff. Uh, I, must say, I didn't notice any limbs <laughs> missing, but um, versus Le Seductora, who is my new favorite wrestler, by the way. <laughs> and she was very sensual with her ring entrance. Um, Middle aged and crazy, you know. <laughs> Um, La Amapola mm. is the longest hold, longest title hold of any CMLL title of 1,422 days. Uh, which one's that? The blonde lady. Uh, what, the one who I'm not sure is a lady? Well, uh, yes, she's a lady. Definitely, are we sure? She, she's not an exotico. She very much had the drag levels of makeup on, though. When she had the cock in my bottom, she was certainly not. <laughs> she was going, I'm definitely a girl, I'm definitely a girl. She promised me it was a strap-on. I mean, you know, don't don't assume my gender or anything. But <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going on here. I got very confused I very mean, quickly. there were definitely no exoticos in this match, other than um, Les uh, <laughs> Tura. Mm. Who is my, as you said, she's my new favourite. She's fucking great, man. I mean, Sasha Banks can do one. Just sign her up. <laughs> Put some glasses on her. <laughs> Tag her with Bailey, it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. So um, one of them comes out to pink, so what? Copyright doesn't exist in Mexico. <laughs> uh, at this point, I'd put a note here that says, I'm not pausing anymore because it's taken about an hour to watch 21 minutes of actual wrestling um, because I got so confused with all the finishes and stuff. So I've probably missed a lot of the finishes in these matches, but I don't think it really matters. I mean, it certainly didn't to the wrestlers. Yeah, for sure. They're not giving a shit. So there's lots of lovely sparkly ring gear. They've all got copyrighted entrance theme music, especially <laughs> S&M police uniform <laughs> woman, Seductora, who comes out to kisses Detroit Rock City. I'm like, oh, yes, just perfect. She looked, what was uh, Frau, what was the name of the lady baddie in Austin Powers? Frau, Frau Book something? Yeah, but anyway, that was her. Uh, yeah, essentially, that's a really good way of putting it. But with a thong and a very, <laughs> like, pleather skirt. And an attitude where she does not give a fuck about anyone at any point in this match. I know, we, I, you know, obviously, I'm sure we'll go through a great detail of the card, but my favourite oh, yeah. part of a pleather police officer <laughs> yeah. was when they were trying to do all their massive, like, lucha dives at the end, and she had to be helped up to climb the rope, so she's like, stood there and was like, one rope, <laughs> two ropes, <laughs> top rope, or fall <laughs> just wait for me while i get up these ropes you know do you mind just standing there for like a minute or so just take your time when you see luchadors like run the ropes <clears throat> and everything you mm. sometimes they're like holding the wrist or everything for you know their own balance and to help them get up there but it was literally like this woman was holding the other one's hand basically going just climb the ropes and we won't get kept in the cupboard tonight yeah definitely man so um they announced captains yes which is a new one to me mm. i've watched sim double l in the past never noticed they've announced captains before so um they announced luvia and dallas as the captains or capitans um dirty old man ref looks like he's lost <laughs> bet he is he can't be a day under 70 <laughs> like <laughs> really he's never gonna be re- there he's never gonna retire if he can rest ref these matches he's dead in the ring definitely like he's gonna like go his whole life and he's gonna be flattened by someone some random flying luchador is gonna take him out at some point it's gotta be well Rey Mysterio's got previous <laughs> what a way to go to me well oh that was careful Pero de <laughs> anyway so um I've just got written cunt stomp by Selectora. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put it. I, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? She just kept on plowing her badge with her boots. It's, um... Oh, I never thought I'd say on the podcast plowing her badge what? with her boot. What's Paige's mum's name? Soraya. Soraya. So Soraya's got a new gimmick, which is I'll kick you in the cunt, right? So her t-shirt Jesus literally just Christ. says that. And she does it irregularly. Like, I watched a couple of the indie shows from this year where she was on one of them. 
uh, this year WrestleMania, sorry. And she's just literally just booting people in the cunt all the time. And you're just like, this is fucking hilarious. This is exactly what this Sertura girl's doing. So, um, Gimmick infringement, but then I said copyrights dead in Mexico. There's this brilliant bit. I like, after the, yeah, after they do it, they show a kid asleep on his mum in the crowd. And I'm like, I wish I was that kid right now. <laughs> Uh, well. um, <laughs> as in asleep you know I'll be asleep with some boobs why not that sounds good so um, this match is kind of fun but they're doing a lot of stuff and I mean a lot of stuff and none of it's got any meaning whatsoever um, it's quite complex and overbooked Olivia pins Dallas with a wheelbarrow faceplant thing it's like the weakest high spot ever yeah it's not great for the one two three so the first fall goes to the Technico team I guess yeah. we're calling them who's um yeah this lot i don't even know who the other two were to be totally honest i just couldn't work out who was who well a seductora no the other two on the the technical oh team. uh jacarita and dorado yeah which is the tall thin one that got beat up a lot mexican <laughs> the mexican lady that we can't remember the name of fair enough so the director loves shots of the crowd because he's sick of showing this wrestling match apparently um wrestling what am i trying to put uh Sectora does standing on lovia's crotch in the corner which was quite fun. Literally got her upside down in the corner with foot on her crotch, just like, for like a minute. And, and amazingly, no sold. No, completely no sold. Didn't even, you know, anything at all. We're a match and a half in at this stage. And I'm like, no one sold anything. Yep. There's a front double underhook suplex thing that gets a one, two, three. No idea for which team, but I think it's the, the Rudo team. Rudo team pulled it back. Cool. Um, so one and one. Oh, yeah, there's a submission somewhere as well. In before that Technico... The, the Rudo pinfall. Fuck, this is confusing. The worst so, the worst shitty little armbar. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they get a submission and then they pin someone. Because they get two at the same time. Yeah, because then he goes, right, well, that's one fall. But they didn't on the first fall. Oh, of course not, no. <laughs> and they're like, it's just a six man. Wait, you don't so understand. So on the first fall, you have to pin one of them. Second fall, you have to pin one of them and get a submission. Ah, but if you notice the first fall, they pin the captain. Oh, is that so you can pin the captain? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, okay, okay. I'm getting it now. Um, I hope someone is at least. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder, because obviously we were watching this with Spanish Mm. commentary. I wonder how into the product the commentators are. Because obviously even, you couldn't really pick up much of what they were actually, they weren't really excited about the wrestling, were they? They they were a, a pleasant sound. I wasn't too distracted by them. I noticed that one of them, the guy with the really deep, rich voice that we're talking about as being God or whatever, at the beginning of the show, he spoke for about 15 minutes. Yeah. And then stopped talking, and someone else started talking, going, (laughs) just like insanely fast. And I remember vividly going, wait, there's a second person. (laughs) Hello. Because it's been so long since anyone else spoke. And basically, because it was going... Dave has used up a lot of our airtime to say hello to his mum. <laughs> is that what he's doing at the beginning of the card? Pretty much. Mother, this is what I New apologize. Year's Day is in Mexico. Like, no one gives a fuck anymore. They just like do whatever they want. I think this is CMLL. Yeah, just CMLL in general. Yeah. It's, just, it's weird. So they make a point of showing both finishes, even though they only need one finish as far as I'm aware at that point. But now we've established that it wasn't the captain. So Replay two. button. Got yeah. it. Pay for it. They Got love it. <laughs> Everything's at the same speed slow-mo as well. Yep. Nothing speed ramped or selected. They're just like, ah, just take that bit and slow-mo. It'll be fine. Especially one of the later matches where it's a really... Like, <laughs> you're submitting him and you haven't even held the arm. He's tapping Mate. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <sighs> Sorry, I'm jumping that. <laughs> I'm jumping so many gun. botched finishes that they make a point of showing slow-mo replays of. <laughs> They're like... Mr. Director, if you see a botched finish where the guy doesn't tap or verbally submit at all, but it's still a submission for some fucking reason, don't replay it. 
But anyway, God. let's get to the end of this match. Who gives a fuck? So there's dive, assisted dive, dive, flip dive, unsuccessful dive. Dallas has Lavia back in the ring, and you're like, oh, so is this the finish by any chance? Didn't see this coming because you just did all the fucking high spots. Um, uh, black hole slam by Dallas. Uh, more like <laughs> how many holes? Am I right? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, your winners are the Rudo team of Dallas La Caribina, La Amapola, and Les Sedactora. Oh my god, that was tough to watch. <sighs> the only positive I could drag out of this show was at least this match had some fun overbooking because it was a bit of a mess. I enjoyed the uh, the multiple dives. I enjoyed the catch mm. of the dive at the end and the ramming into the steel posts. Yeah. Shame about everything else. Again, not even great lucha outfits. Really tame. Maybe this is like when you were thinking more AAA than CMWL at this mm. point. Maybe I, it is just so. you wear a mask, you have a pair of tights, and you can maybe have a ring jacket if you've been there a long time and managed to like butter up the promoter or whatever. Yeah. yeah I, I, at this stage, I was like, oh, I wonder how many more matches on the card. And it gave a quick wiki look, and I was like, oh, thank God, four more matches. There's only a few on this card, yeah. It's quite a short one. I deliberately I mean, picked a short one. I'm not doing six hours of lucha ever again. But the thing is, though, considering that this, this show was like two and a half hours, mm. only 77 minutes of it was actual in-ring action. It's not bad. I mean, considering what we had as the back the backing track for it, because yeah. I think we get one of our little gems next. <laughs> okay, let's have a look. So, we get a Roche Franz advert. Yes! Uh, everyone's favourite soft drink. <laughs> soft Cause, drink? Because how will they put it in the little plastic bottles? It made it look like it was an energy drink or something like that. Because I was like, why are they putting engine oil in it? And why are they just sending it in clear, like, just, oh, ring pull, let's fill up myself and then fill up my car is that what they were doing like i don't remember that bit i remember like it being for car parts like oils and stuff yeah like it, that, was, it, it was all for the engine oil bits because yeah. at the end of the adverts when they got the bonnet up and they are pouring the oil in but then afterwards they're all just like handing out these plastic bottles of liquid and i thought i know that's engine oil because you've just shown me you poured it into the car but <laughs> feed it to your kids as well it'll be it, fine it's just like gone off sunny d probably safer than drinking the water but anyways <laughs> um, so we get a countdown clock and a weird four corners of the screen kind of montage highlight thing there's some fireworks jericho's coming there's a countdown clock <laughs> a lady dancing and then we cut to a lady talking about some recent going ons it seems so she's the director of cmll how do you know this because it said director down the bottom and i translated oh. it okay fair enough and she was basically going through what had led up to today's events okay which again i'm i, I don't speak spanish no i'm not going to ron burgundy this but i don't speak spanish <laughs> fair enough man but that was and this is why i thought oh maybe the first two matches were a pre-show because hmm. this looked like it was like oh the show's starting here are our matches there's penta in there there's phoenix brilliant there's dragon lee oh look there's fake sincara original sincara caristico yeah, yeah. we'll get to that storyline in a bit <laughs> that that lineage i guess ultimo guerrero jesus christ he looks chunky yeah for sure so um, um but yeah i've just that, got that notes here saying i think she's talking about uh, taking legendary luchadors on a field trip because that's what they seem to be doing. They've got all these legendary luchas together. Lads on tour. And they're unveiling like a plaque in a museum or something yeah. as well. I don't quite know what this was. It was something probably to do with the anniversary thing in the moment. I think so. Giving back, giving back to the community. And... It was the 85th anniversary, yeah. wasn't it? It's quite a big thing. So I bet it's like some sort of commemorative plaque towards Well, that, I'd say know. 50's big. I'd say maybe 75's big. 100's big. 85? Mm. 
Yeah, I don't give much credence to like you know numbered stuff, but when we reach 100 episodes, I'll be making a fucking huge deal about you it. You wait till we get to 50 episodes of numbered episodes. <laughs> Can't bloody what I found it as well. So okay, so she's just talking endlessly. It feels like an hour has passed, and she's still fucking talking. They mention ROH in New Japan. She is still talking. Three days have passed, and we're finally back into the show. Uh, it, it's probably only a minute or two, but it felt like a generation. It was a long part of my lunch break. Sat in my car watching this on my phone. What? Have they not got like some jobbers backstage they want to put in the ring maybe rather than this bullshit? I ate a whole season salad in the time until this promo. <laughs> Nicely done. It was long. So next up, we've got a mask versus hair. Best of two, four out of three, six, four sack team match of Akuma. Not that one. Matata. But- <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. Well, not the one from uh, Shikara. A different Akuma. Uh, and Kamora versus El Hijo del Signo and Yago, or Jago, as they pronounce it. Let's also confirm this is not the Kamora from ECW. Oh, no, not that one. <laughs> Definitely not. What God, are you going to do, Tommy Dreamer? <laughs> I'll have them both. I'm hardcore. Her, like, filling time is like a 16-year-old, like, educated me to the world, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's good times. So, update on ladies dancing. We didn't get the ladies dancing for the women's match. So there we go. Um, no, they were just standing there, the, the, hand slapping. Oh, were they for the ladies one? Yeah. Oh, okay. But for this one, they get the big entrance again. They're doing their little dance routines. And so this one, we get to touch your shoulders rapidly. <laughs> they're doing it. If you're feeling like a pimp, go brush your shoulders off. <laughs> it's a little bit. And I'm like, is this Rob Zombie playing? Because <laughs> more copyrighted music kicks in. Two Rob Stark lads come out, Signo and Yagno. You don't get that reference by any chance, no. do you? Lots of people at home went, ah, it's funny, if they know it. They come out with big wolf heads on them. So in Game of Thrones, uh, Rob Stark is one of the leading wolf guys. Spoilers, by the way, Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, they chop his head off and they replace it with his wolf's head. Oh. And so as they come out with the wolf heads, like, oh, it's Rob Starks. There you go. That would have been really good if I didn't, didn't have to explain it. So <laughs> one, of the, one of these lads has a predator mask on, which I think is really cool. Um, eBay. Then we go and, and dance update. Uh, finger point swimming. Oh, we get the first repeat dance of the night, and you're like, ah, it's not good enough, girls. And then they pull out the sideways fist bump chest palpitation move, and you're like, way. Now, let's at, go. At this stage, because obviously with my dance choreography, I forgot to note if they'd changed their golden outfit here. Hang on. Your dance choreography. <laughs> what dance choreography have you ever done? A level in theatre studies, mate. Done, done loads of musical theatre. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I've got to see this someday. There must be a video out there. Perform solos in London theatre singing a song. Did you really? Yeah. I'm pretty good. How have you never told me this? Never came up. We've <laughs> each other for years. <laughs> yeah. This is right in my realm of stuff. Yeah. Can you do dancing and shit? Uh, not brilliantly, but I can do enough to get on stage. I'm going to employ you, Steve. <laughs> Book Tax Williams for your musical. Me and Glenn Joseph could have like a, a rap battle during, I don't know, West Side Story. Why Glenn Joseph? Because he, he did because he did Buddy Holly for ages. Oh, he did, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, fucking yeah. hell. Okay, carry on. Uh, more interesting than Lucha. I want to keep talking about it, but fucking hell, I want to get to the end of this podcast as fast as possible. <laughs> Officer Krupke, you're really a square. <laughs> I get that reference. Don't go. worry, it's all good. So, um, Kimura and Akuma come out and they are Luchadors. Um, oh, what a surprise! <laughs> How else can you describe them? They're, du- they're fat dudes in masks. I mean, they are not your stereotypical lucha. I mean, mm. they make murder clown look like he eats carrots. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But um, uh, they're not fat, but they're not they're not in like Dragon Lee shape. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, very few people are in Dragon Lee shape. 
That's a fair point. So, um, Dancy ladies look shattered on the ramp. They look so tired. I think they probably had drinking the night before. No cardio in those girls. <laughs> They're not doing exactly very much either. Well, it's hard work. It's probably quite warm in Mate, there as I well. I could do that fucking job. Put me in a sparkly bikini. I'll do that for a living. 23rd of June, SEPW, Summer Rumble. You're going to be my dancing girl entrance. Fuck no. Is that, is, that uh, where, is that where Mr. Wicked is making his return? He is making his return. So, yeah. I finally get a chance to go, that was wicked. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be really appreciative of that. There'll just be one lone voice in the back of the room shouting and he'll piss himself. I know he will. <laughs> anyway, so, um, That's it. Make, make the promoter corpse in the middle of the ring. <laughs> Brilliant. idea. I'm a dickhead of a fan. What can I say? Um, so again, they're announcing the captains, but there's three introductions rather than two. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, quick roll up for a one, two, three on someone. Wacky Lucha subs gets another fall. I think Stigno and Yago get the fall but i just don't give a fuck at this point uh there's a loud banging sound off camera after this fall that they don't show that's actually the cameraman on the camera going this is rubbish <laughs> is that enough but apparently this is important because there there's um signo and yago being thrown into the tables and yeah. the commentary booth at ringside they don't think to show it on commentary on the camera sorry with the three guys who do telesales with their matching polos oh yeah they're gorgeous little polos i'd have one don't forget to buy this richie mop you can get all the way up to the top of your fridge (laughs) oh that's great um holy shit a miscommunication and a drop kick later uh one two three four for akuma and kimura like he literally does a drop kick misses completely lands face first on the dune you're like oh this is fucking terrible so um, Rings of Saturn type thing gets the fourth fall for Akuma and Kimura and I have no idea what's happening. Akuma and Kimura go up for a uh, Brett. Oh, they do a double Brett's rope drop kick, but one is horrifically late. Not just like, you know, oh we jumped a second later. I'm talking this dude jumps off the turnbuckle, does the drop kick, and then this dude jumps off and just lands on his face. That's that's a tactic. That's fucking douchery beyond belief. I looked at the face plant. This guy's on the floor selling, and then a guy just jumps <laughs> fucking back first onto his face. Yeah. What a prick, anyway. Tope face a splasher. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this is why I don't get put to do other commentary outside OW and SCPW. <laughs> Tope back a splasher. Oh, mate. So um, there's a little bit here that I was like, I know a bunch of people that this would annoy. So two of these lads on opposite teams are both wearing black vests with a white skull on them. Slightly variation. One's wearing like a Misfits one. One's got like a pirate thing. But essentially they are the same thing and they're on opposite teams. Can you imagine like backstage goes, oh no, that's what I'm wearing. And no one having the forthright to go, tell you what, mate. I'll take mine off this this show. Exactly. We'll be back here next Friday. But they're fat dudes. They don't want to be shirtless on screen. I you wouldn't went, be. <laughs> you had to see my attire on the 23rd of June. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Are you going topless? Who knows, mate? Because you haven't done it yet. There might be some Seth Rogen drawn on abs. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me anymore. Okay, I just got to see it live. SEPW.co.uk. Trust me. So we get dive, dive, flippy guy, flippy dive, Guy um, what? Guys goes to the ring. Stops. Wait, hang on. You can't follow your notes? <laughs> I've just written dive a lot, basically. So one of the guys on the outside... Randy ought to be livid. One of the guys on the outside goes to get back in the ring, realizes they haven't finished the sequence, and goes, oh, fuck. Slides back out <laughs> to catch the goot. It's just about to dive. We get a flippy dive over the ref-ish. Because <laughs> he doesn't really clear the ref he just kind of like falls onto him and then onto the guys on the outside you're like i love lucha so much it's so bad um 
Two pretty women at ringside pretend to care about what they're seeing. Blatant plants. Um, <laughs> this is where I'm just like, uh-oh. Uh, a fucking terrible looking muscle buster doesn't go to the map. I think it was Kimura to Signo. Do you yeah, remember this? Awful. So he hooks him up in the muscle buster, kneels down, and just does it, boom, onto his shoulder. And, like, the muscle buster is dangerous enough. Like, people have been severely injured through it. Don't do it like this. This is neck-breaking territory. Like, it was awful. Like, awful, awful, It's awful. beyond the point of just embarrassingly bad and botchy and stuff to the point of lethal and dangerous. And this is the thing about this promotion in general. Mm. They get, they seem to be given free run to do what they want, and they're not. Not many people are overly safe in the ring. <laughs> With the politest way anyone's ever put it, because they're fucking dodgy but, as fuck. But again, but it's more to be serious. But the fact is that they can just try anything. Yeah. This is why people and wrestling promoters, especially in this country, they don't let people in the ring unless they're ready. Now, yeah, you know, if you're looking at 15 years ago, people go and do what they want. Yeah. But now it's a case of people are actually concerned for the locker room. They're concerned for the rest. They're concerned for the talent. Here, no care in the world. I suspect that. The guy who took the muscle buster before it didn't even know it was going to happen. Uh, very much so. You'd imagine it. He seems to be... It's the El Hijo del Signo guy. Yeah. So he's definitely the son of a rest, like a second generation guy, maybe more. And he seems to be the guy that's most in control of the match as well. Mm. So to do it to him as well seems like the dumbest decision yeah. ever. I suspect he might have lost a job backstage. I quit need to blow my nose. So I'm just going to mute the microphones because I don't want to gross people out. And then out. the ox came in. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> right so um <laughs> some of the sloppiest dumbest wrestling i've ever seen um wait you've seen my best off dvd <laughs> there's a glorious moment where he's by the ropes steps through his opponent kicks the rope as in to do a low blow the guy realizes that he's about a foot away from the rope and goes oh i better sell that and grabs his dick <laughs> like, for fuck's sake um, we get a J Driller Tiger Driver 98 on Signo by Kimura for a 1, 2, 3. I have no idea who's got what pinfalls at this point. Um, one lad is now in a neck brace on the outside. I have no fucking idea why. Because um, he took the muscle buster. Oh, is that the dude that <laughs> yeah. took it? But I don't think it was. I think Signo was still in the ring. Those were the wrong guy took the wrong guy sold it. So like, on, was they, I supposed to take the muscle the buster? Wrong move and it was like, just go with it anyway. Don't worry, just put the neck brace on. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> So Yago and Akumo tear each other ma- tear each other's masks because we completely forgot this is a mask versus hair match apparently. <laughs> a weird as fuck drop you on your knees tiger thing off of Brett's rope gets a one two three, and Signo and Yago win. Yay! <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like imagine kneeling down from like four foot. It might hurt your knees a little bit. It's not going to put you down for a three four. <laughs> well, you never know. Strange what do you thing. mean you never know? It's fucking nonsense. Someone's going to die when someone does the worm. Kayfabe, brother. But at least that is a chop to the chest sort of thing, you know? Kick that out of a really p- dangerous muscle buster, but double knees. <laughs> Come on, kayfabe. It's great. They do like lucha spots off the top. Muscle busters onto their shoulders. Diving to the outside, but like kneeling down three foot is going to be the finish. He'd probably had a heavy lunch. Who booked this shit? Jesus Christ. Not our buddy Conan. <laughs> nah, because Triple A for the win. <laughs> is that why we're slating this so much? Is that we just want to get into Conan's books, good books right now? I've got a message from Conan. CML is shit. <laughs> uh, book Conan, book Conan, Conan forever. What's Conan Triple for A on Twitch? That's what they're on. I know there's things. So um, out comes a very old gent in a black suit with luminous pink lapels and cuffs. And I'm like... Vince is... McMahon, fuck off. <laughs> but how classy does this dude look? 
I, I, similar to like Pat McAfee with his little like shorts and suit I thought mm. can I buy this for work oh fucking hell this dude comes out and I'm like oh whatever you're doing I'm in <laughs> let's see what happens so off goes the hair and mask of Akuma and Kimura um, the dad of Akuma was the old man who was shown throughout the match and I was like why do they keep going to this old man that's why uh, Akuma is announced because they have to do the ceremony where they remove his mask and everything so he's announced as Luis Forenzo Martinez uh, he's a checkout worker <laughs> no one seems to care at all uh, Signal and Yago show off their hair and mask trophies at the end that's a serial killer behaviour I think you'll find so <laughs> that's probably not a good thing but um, this is meant to be one of those significant moments in Lucha's Luchador's life when they yeah. lose their mask and we have literally just shit all over it oh absolutely because it was crap yeah this it's, guy's got no, no future in the meaning business the dude who has his hair cut has about that much hair just on this little bit of his head. That would like me being in a hair versus mask match with voltage. <laughs> just like, come trim your hair. Just gave him a fresh cut. Just, yeah. You needed it. By Sweet. That Save me 10 pesos. <laughs> you would have thought that like, I mean, he probably did grow it out to be fair, but it's like, they probably only had it booked for a couple of weeks. In fairness, that'd be like me trying to grow my hair out. <laughs> have you grown out? Yeah, six months. Hair versus mask match. Come on. So fucking shit. I mean, do you want to say anything else about this? Uh, I'd like to move on. Yeah, cool. Right. So... <laughs> Guess what? We've got a best start of three, four, um, six, fours, match. <laughs> Very quickly to uh, Too Grazy. Thanks for saying hi on our chat. Hello. Hi, Too Grazy. I pay attention to the chat, obviously. How you doing? Nice to see you. Go on. Yeah. Thanks very much for supporting us. Buy a t-shirt. Okay, so we've got... <laughs> what do you mean one of these? You can buy our new t-shirt from Amazon.com.co.uk. It's only £15 or $20. Just search World of Wrestling Podcast. It'll come to the top of the list. I forgot to mention that the first time we tried to plug these. That's fine. Amazon, I mean, buy them from there. They're selling like hotcakes. Yeah, for sure. We have sold like three of them. So <laughs> they're pretty tepid cakes now. I'm brutally honest about everything, so <laughs> I'm not going to fucking be yeah. like, we've sold 50 t-shirts. We love to we love to build ourselves up. We've sold three t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> if if you... But we throw, sold three more t-shirts than Cold-Blooded Conroy did during his SCBW run. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> so, Hi, Conroy. We've Hope you're enjoying retirement. We keep referencing Conroy. He's the answer. He's the only professional wrestler that we know that's been an answer to a question on the Super Quiz Cup. I realise. Yeah, very true. So anyway, uh, best two out of three falls, six-man tag team match of El Hijo de Villano three, uh, Felino and Villano four. Who's the son of El Hijo? Which is really weird because that means the son of. So it's like the son of the son of the son. Versus Logorillas del Ring, the Gorillas of the Ring. Uh, um, Cranio and Volcano and El Hijo de La Parque. So the son of La Parca. I mean, at this stage. Or La Parque. When. Um, La Parque, whatever, it doesn't matter. One of them. Gorillas del Ring. <laughs> Sorry, go on. When Gorillas del Ring entered, I thought. Yeah. Where did they get that ring attire? Jesus Christ. One's an angry bee and, oh. one, and one's a fucking shit Power Ranger wannabe. <laughs> Literally, that's almost how I've referenced them the whole way through this match. So we get into Sandman. Copyright doesn't exist in Mexico. Um, See. Oh, dance update. Okay, we get a point to the head, then click. Point to the oh. head, then click. And they'd had the costume change. They'd gone from sparkly gold to black. They changed their costumes at least four times on this show. I only made note of one of them, and you'll get that later. But, um, so LA Park comes out in the red and black, and I'm like, I fucking love the Parker. This guy uh, was on Meltzer's list of best wrestlers of the year. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Watching this match, you're like, why? He doesn't He doesn't watch it, does he? He doesn't watch wrestling, does Meltzer? I don't he just, think he watches CMLL, that's for sure. He just makes shit up. But 
LA Park seems to be top dog. CMLL. Yes. Well, when he's not being fired for profanity. We would not be allowed on CMLL. <laughs> was he fired after this show? Uh, no. Before, because this is obviously the This was January. January. This was like about 2015. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. So, Afterwards. um... <laughs> uh, Star Wars music starts, the Imperial March, and George Lucas is sitting there going, what the fuck? You can't steal my shit. Uh, you can. It's Mexico. Uh, it's a dude in a monkey suit, and he has a Cito monkey as well. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. This is going to be fun. It's fucking not. Um, so we get the dance now. Dance update. We get a Gangnam Style dance. Uh, because you they're playing commit, you won't commit to that way no of course not <laughs> because they're literally playing Gangnam Style <laughs> copyright doesn't exist in Mexico um, uh, Fat Lad comes out who apparently is Crano very quickly go on you're saying that copyright doesn't exist in Mexico yeah. what are you to say they haven't paid for the rights for this <laughs> well, because that, they've that, only what? got 140,000 views on the YouTube with all that sponsorship money from Rosh Former <laughs> they can afford to pay for legit music rights what that soft drink in that Mexico soft drink, that oily soft drink mmm it's good for the glutes <laughs> Mm, yum <laughs> good for engine lubrication <laughs> an old man from the 80s has arrived in a time machine oh Charlie <laughs> mullet, classic <laughs> mullet and all <laughs> who apparently is Felino, who I actually know I've seen him wrestle before dance updates because they're putting out all the dances now we get space windy arms and hips so like space windy arms and hips you didn't even mention Felino dancing with one of the dancing girls when oh, he came out he did out. a bit of dancing didn't he he slapped her on the bum did he really? Yeah, slapped her on the butt, oh, held her hand. That. They did a bit of a, oh, together. And then he did a couple of twirls for her, twirled <laughs> her back, and then tapped her bum as he walked past. Oh, great. Um, so then we get a grabby hand from tits to hips dance update. So it's lots of this kind of going on. And you're like, my milkshake brings all the boy to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the Villano lads, who are obviously kind of famous. You know, you know Villanos. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, cool pink lighting throughout the arena. I thought it was yeah. actually one of the highlights of the production for sure. And that it's so luminous and blinding pink that it's literally kind of like everyone is covered in this bright. It was pink. really good, really good visual. Yeah, real nice touch. The, one of the gen- rare things. Genuinely, the highlight of the show. <laughs> it's right up there. Another dance update. We get some air guitaring going on because obviously they have custom dances for certain people. Man Mountain Rock will be really happy with this <laughs> after posting a picture of him on the old uh, Twitter yesterday. I saw you post that up and I'm like, man, I would have loved one of those guitars back in the day. But you know the wrestler who was behind it, Man Mountain Rock. Who was it? it that, well, he wrestled as Max Payne in WCW and then came oh, to right. WWE as Man Mountain Rock. Yeah, he yeah. was shit. But he always shredded on that guitar in his entrance like uh, Elias cut a promo the other day talking about how he was the only WWE superstar to legitimately play his instrument live and I was like hang on a second <laughs> no, you fucking weren't man man rock back in the day anyway they get another close up of the ladies uh, standing at the stage because they, they care more about that than actually what's happening in the ring so do we they feature a lot more boobage this time around and it's young Villano and LA Park get us started so the ref is half asleep the slowest count I've ever seen for these people he goes like one it's probably very late in the day two <laughs> he's had a lot of pie dad that day <laughs> pie dad I've got to have pie tonight haven't I uh, nice anyway. so Volcano is the uh, flash supersized as I put it <laughs> that's a fair description I discussed it uh, that he might there must be Volcano because it's red and he's erupting absolutely but he's got like literally flash colours but he's got a little hose pipe on his head he looks like, like great like the long lost Mexican cousin of a Teletubby <laughs> You could say that about most of the people on this roster. El Tinkle Winkle. (laughs) 
So the first fall comes when they do a four-person crotch stretch wishbone rowboat spot. Then LA Park does a sit-down air raid crash thing through the legs to Villano Jr. One, two, three. There's four dudes sitting around this pinfall. They are literally... <laughs> they're not even inches away he's lying on one of the opponents he could have just gone like that and broken up the pinfall but they would just sit there and let it happen did you not see it? they just had a double wishbone leg splitter they're going to be in absolute agony selling it like this <laughs> just a, it's, it's dad is sitting there watching him get pinned going um something's happening he gets pinned and he goes oh no <laughs> seller for me great selling good job during the no sell of the wishbone i suddenly thought oh two exoticos oh it's fucking great man well they've lost they've been castrated or something i mean in fairness i've <coughs> I've, n- I've not seen a finish like this before so <laughs> it's unique at unique least. tick <laughs> they even show it in a slow motion replay that la park is literally laying on his dude's dad and his dad's just going, yeah, fuck it, I'm not breaking up that pinfall. We'll He's, let that pin no, happen. That, that's a lesson You've got to learn, son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're my boy. You need to learn how to kick out properly. And if not, well, it's going to be 12 lashings back in the shed. So up until this point, like, it was bad and embarrassing at times. But there's been, like, you know, some high spots, some pink kind lighting. of... Yeah, some pink lighting, some funny moments, some dancing girls, that sort of thing you expect from Lucha shows. But at this point, you're basically just insulting everyone's intelligence. They've just given up caring at this point. But, you know... El Hijo de la Park. You know, you want to make him look strong. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, first of all, uh, what am I saying? First of however many falls, who cares? It's Gorillas and Park. <laughs> Just this like, match did have the best moment. And like... Uh, Milano, sorry. A, a, a massive, like, Back to the Future tip of the cap to Dave Bautista because he clearly watched the show before he did his entrance. <laughs> okay. When Villano tripped over the rope and fell in the ring. Oh, did he? Did you not see that? Oh, it was the second fall, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was meant to be deliberate. Like, Pratt fall. Yeah, but still. Hard to say. <laughs> I think based on how the show it's went, I was like, nah. <laughs> so apparently this is oh my round God, two. It worked. <laughs> 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 apparently this is round two because, you know, rules and stuff. Um, this is Mexico, not Vietnam. There are rules. <laughs> <laughs> Quote from Big Lebowski, gotta love it. Um, just as stuff is starting to keep back off in the ring, uh, the park's doing high, spot, high spots. The director cuts to a pretty lady in the crowd and <laughs> we miss all the action. Doesn't matter, did the best thing. We cut back and Villano Senior can't be a day under 70 again. Like, he's just not capable at all at this point. Um, I started to wonder, who are the heels and who are the face in this? I thought Villano's were the heels. Yeah, but they weren't doing anything heelish in any way. Well, um, Felino was doing heel things near the end when it was a bit like, I'm going to take my top off. No, I'm going to go to the other side of the ring. I'm going to take my top off. I'm pretty sure we're still watching the same show when this happened. <laughs> no idea. Did, did that happen? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, I was totally sober for all this as well. And I just couldn't give a fuck. So, um... Well, that was shitty. Everyone does a standing splash spot in a pinfall. Volano Jr. pins fig bat, big fat bumblebee-looking fella. One fall apiece, I guess. But who really knows? It's amazing how you mentioned that because I've got him down as gold bee slash gold R from Power Rangers. <laughs> Stuff happens off camera. People seem pissed off. The little blue monkey Sito fella gets in the ring and I'm like, come on, here we go. They beat up the poor little monkey and smash his little did. face in the turnbuckle. Outrageous is what I like. Outrageous. <laughs> the one moment I'm like, oh, something fun's going to happen. And they just like, they push him into the turnbuckle and he sells and that's it. At least he sold. Yeah, true. Consummate professional. <laughs> but at least we finally get a Rudo. Well, yeah, true. You know, beating up a Cito and stuff. Um, 
The pause between rounds has been about five minutes. I'm just really bored. I think they're doing some sort of sex pile driver in the corner. It gets a bit awkward. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know what to look at anymore. <laughs> Frankenstein, Frankenstein to the giant bumblebee out the corner. Big fat man splashed by the flash gets one, two, three. Big fat man splashed by the giant bumblebee also gets one, two, three. What are the rules? What is life? Who gives a fuck? The team of LA Park, giant bumblebee, and supersized flash win, probably. <laughs> We're almost two hours into this show, and the rules make absolutely no fucking sense to me. Um, yeah. So next... <laughs> It, it was crap. What can you say about this? There's nothing to take home. Nothing of value. Ali Joe de la Park, his ring guitar is very good. Yeah. And there's a big fat dude dressed as a bumblebee. <laughs> that was good. And there's a Mexican Teletubby. So I enjoyed that. <laughs> it's a little blue monkey fella. <laughs> Monkeys aren't even... Well, I guess there must be a blue monkey. What's thing is, little blue monkey fella, mm. pink lighting, and sex toy hose-headed Power Ranger Yeah. were the highlights of this show. However... The little promo after this. What's the promo after this? So you, they had like the advert for all the... And they had loads of little, little different luchas in the background. Did you not notice Fred Flintstone lucha <laughs> in the background on the right-hand side of the screen? Nah. Uh, well, you missed out. Yeah, good stuff. Moving on to our co-main event. <laughs> so, again, guess what? It's a best out of two or three falls, six-man tag team match of... God damn it. La Singra Dinamita of... El Cutrero and Forastero. Forestino. He plays for Leeds. <laughs> and Templario versus Lucha Brothers of... Um, they've got King Phoenix. It's Ray Phoenix. I guess it is. Yeah. Ray is King, isn't it? So King Phoenix, Ray Phoenix, and a Penta El Zero M. Due to Pent copyright. Pentagon Jr. <laughs> Turns out copyright is fine in Mexico if you <laughs> just, better for another promotion. Just with Penta, though, apparently. <laughs> and their tag team partner, Dragon Lee. So we've got two AAA guys coming in in uh, Ray Phoenix and Penta L0 and Pentagon Jr. Um, I thought Penta can't use the name Pentagon Jr. because of CMWL. I thought he couldn't use the name Pentagon Jr. because of Lucha Underground. Ah, because they had these lifetime contract things, didn't they? They did. So that's what Eva Lee and that's what Joey Ryan were all escaping from. So I right. wonder if once uh, the Lucha Underground, unless they own the rights to Pentagon Jr., if he'll start being called Pentagon Jr. again. Because is he still Penta um, L0M for AEW? Is that for everyone? Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's... Or he'll just be Penta. I think that's the key, isn't it? Like, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. But yeah. if I was in his shoes, I would just be Penta at this point. Yeah. That's how everyone knows. That's how everyone refers to him. That's how know? WWE would call him. They call him Pen. <laughs> Pen guy. <laughs> we'll call Mexican him, we'll... Lucha broke, you know? Pen Parker. Job him out to fucking Bobby Lashley. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Finally get EC3 a victory. Oh, no. Yeah, why not? So the Lucha Bros come out oh, first. Sorry, sorry, before we do that, I'd say the funniest. And you know, sometimes, again, on Twitter, people do take wrestling far too seriously. Yes. There was one bloke getting in a really adamant argument, one of the guys from um, uh pro wrestling show, okay. and, that, and about like why EC3 wasn't used. And he was a bit like, <laughs> yeah, but you know, he wouldn't get pushed because he's Dixie Carter's family, isn't it? And it was like, no, 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 that's a workshop. <laughs> no, he, he, EC3 is Ethan Carter the third. He's he's a nephew. Gotta love it, mate. And I thought, 
if you're ribbing him, brilliant, because clearly the guy's getting really frustrating, but he yeah. was getting really heated. It's like, look, there's a Wikipedia page. He was, look, I've got the screenshot. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, back to real wrestling. <laughs> Not really, but uh, like, I love the Lucha Bros, but oh my God, this is even worse. So uh, Lucha Bros come out first. We get a dance update from the lovely ladies. We get swinging arms back violently in big circles. My note was, the strippers are back. Because <laughs> they changed again to be proper slutty now. Absolutely, man. So again, tons of copyrighted music. Um, um, this the um, Lucha Bros come out with tag belts. Yes. I think they're the AAA tag belts. I couldn't find out. I couldn't see. I mean, they certainly weren't CMLL belts. No, I don't think so. They could have been. They may have won them somewhere else and brought them into this show. And that's the idea is they're eventually going to drop them to Dragon Lee and someone mm. or whatever. Spoilers. Um, but anyway, so oh, I wasn't no. sure which one it was. But let's talk about the AAA CMLL relationship because... They've been after each other's guys for years. They've never really crossed borders like this. Yeah, it seems a very... I think this is more like CMLL or AAA are basically going, look, you're in trouble. Yeah. Let us try and boost your YouTube views to try and keep you alive. Because they're very much aware that if they go, hmm. where's their talent going to come from? For sure. And like Penta and Ray seem to be the ultimate freelancers at this point. Yeah. like They seem to be AAA home team kind of guys. But they wrestle everywhere. Yeah, but that—that's the thing, though, isn't it? Obviously, you've got your your classic like Pagano, Wagner, and now you've got Penta and Ray mm. in AAA. But as you said at the start of the pod, CMLL have no one. They literally, uh, other than uh, Caristico, there's three guys which have big potential for them. Um, Dildo Teletubby, <laughs> Caristico, Mystico, and Dragon Lee. Yeah. They're the three kind of guys they're putting their hopes on. But I and can't... It's a bit worrying. I can't imagine it's going to be too long until Dragon Lee's gone. Yeah, maybe. I, I feel that Dragon Lee... I think Dragon Lee... I mean... I don't know if he already has gone. Could have. Mm. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. So um, Dragon Lee's out first, and he gets a boy band level of girly reaction oh, scream, yeah. which makes you go... Yeah, you're not going to be in this company anymore much longer, you know. No. Like if he's got a good-looking face as well, yeah, he's fed he's bound, made, surely yeah. you'd think, but we'll see. Um so again, dance updates, we get hula hoop arms above the head and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. And then we get a second dance because they're just throwing in everything for these main events. A violent clicking side to side dance, which I was like getting a bit worried about because they're going like rapid pace double clicking. I'm like, slow down, girls. Save your cardio. <laughs> exactly. They're already looking knackered earlier on. They don't really want to put this out there, do they? So Tempoliato, whatever his name is, comes out next. Uh, we get more dance updates. Fucking hell, there's just throwing every dance they've got at this point. Slightly insensitive Egyptian dancing thing happening. And then a slow, graceful air grabs, which I'm like, oh, I'm a fan of this one. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> like these dances are getting better it's and better. It's also known as power ballad move. <laughs> yeah. Which I think like Michael Bolton once called it like putting the toilet chain. <laughs> so that's a Michael Bolton quote on the pod. Yeah. And putting out the fire. <laughs> Lovely. That's the one. Yeah. So, uh, Sengra Dynamita, the dynamite lads come out. Um, we get more hip dancing with little thrusts in there and a little backstroke move going on as well. Go on. Sorry, because I, I, obviously I was seeing if Dragon Lee had gone anywhere else and obviously he's been in New Japan done a few bits there. Yep. Do you know who once trained Dragon Lee? Who trained Dragon Lee? Pitbull 1. That's not the Pitbull 1 you're thinking of. No! That's Lucha Pitbulls, not ECW Pitbulls. 
I choose to decide it's uh, ECW pitfalls. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so they're announcing the captains in the ring, I think, but the director is too busy filming the dancey ladies' moo cow bikinis. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's okay. Uh, commentary um, still calling them the Lucha Brothers, not Hermanos de Lucha. Which is like, why are you Englishing this? This seems really weird to me. Because of the 147,000 people watching it, <laughs> who none wrote in English in the live chat. People are pretty much Except only here to Spanish. watch Penta and Ray. But like, you know, it's... I guess they've just become the Lucha Bros now or whatever, yeah. like the Mario Brothers or something. But they have t-shirts that say Hamanos de Lucha and stuff. Yeah. And like, that's just cool. That's so much cooler. You know, like, did you watch Breaking Bad? No. Okay. So um, the main kind of top dogs uh, run a chicken shop as like a front. And it's um, uh, Polo de Hamanos, <laughs> like the chicken brothers, you know. <laughs> and you should go with that gimmick because like, if you knew the show, you'd, it would make more sense. But it doesn't matter. So um, Dragon Lee starts out the match with one of the guys. And he immediately does the Tranquillo thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, is he in Gorban Alvarez? I think he must be at this point. I think so. Which is odd because they're technically a heel stable. But he's a sexy boy making his mark. It seems like he could be top star very soon, though, for them. Yeah, I think so. It seems a shame that he's part of the heel stable, but um, the relationships but, with brothers and stuff. And also, then, is it the whole idea that potentially they're thinking of a breakaway? So then they've got, like, the... Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. We'll go over the relationship about who's who at the end of this, but let me just get through the match as quickly as possible. So um, there's two obvious botches in the first few minutes, and I'm like, okay... This is a shame because I expected a bit more, especially out of the Lucha Bros. Yeah. Uh, Fast-paced, tornado style. Barely anyone makes a tag at any point. Uh, I looked away for a second and the CMWL boys have just got a fall. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? I rewound it. Some dumb wheelbarrow into a corner spot. Fuck this shit. That's oh, a pinfall, apparently. Well, that, you, that was the um, that was the monkey flip, wasn't it? Into the corner? Mm, yes. Yeah. But it was someone else doing it for them. So you monkey flipped up into him and then wheelbarrowed into yeah. it. It was like... That's the least impactful thing I've seen all night. Well, three people. And it's a four. <laughs> like, it's fucking so dumb. Um, so I think Double think, knees. I think that's they, all I'm saying. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. I think they pinned two people. So that's one all or two. I don't that was the first, know. That was, that was the first victory point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like objective. Achievement point. Like Warhammer or something, yeah. you know? So it seemed, I'm referring to the non-Lucha Bros and Dragon Lee as the CMWL lads because it's just easier. Yeah. So the CMWL lads do a top rope drop kick, uh, Ray Phoenix in the butt while he's suspended by his team, the other teammates. You're like, that's like, yeah proper butt kick. Um, <laughs> Lucha Bros are having a chat on the entrance ramp opposite the hard cam. <laughs> while Dragon Lee is getting beaten up, I like the fact that they just saunter back and then like Phoenix walks down and goes, "Oh no, I could have just walked. Oh, I could have just walked around the apron." <laughs> Didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It's literally opposite the hard cam going. Yeah, he's getting beaten up in here. What's the next spot? <laughs> I can't remember. Is there any spots? Followed by, we really need to start getting together with Nick and Matt and talking about what we're going to be doing, double or nothing, aren't we? <laughs> we've, we've probably got that pool party in Vegas. Oh yeah. shit, we've got a match. A good paid for the CMWL though. <laughs> you know? yeah. like, it's not bad. Wait, we, we, wait. What's your paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, they must same. have been paid a mint to jump from AAA to CMWL for this show. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, you would have thought as much. Why would they do it if they weren't? They're getting American money for the Indies and stuff, yeah. which is like, well, sure, it's millions. So anyway, um, almost wait, out of fucking... Wait, there's more loads of money in indie wrestling? <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> almost out of fucking nowhere, the Lucha Bros do a wheelbarrow splash thing, pinning two of the CMWL lads. So that's one fall apiece or two falls apiece? One victory point each. Rules. Um, They've captured the flag. Again, how is this a finish? You know what you've seen these guys do. They've both kicked out of like Brett's rope, just Canadian destroyers. Yeah. But yeah, a wheelbarrow, a little splash thing. 
Yeah. Is a pinfall. Um, phoning in, don't want to get hurt for the proper American money. Fucking madness. It pretty much is, isn't it? So after some dodgy, dangerous-looking spots, everyone's down. Time to rush to the finish. This is a continuating... A continuing botchy mess um dragon lee does a low-key double stomp out the corner for a one two three the dragon lee and lucha bros announces the winners phoenix did a way better double stomp literally a minute earlier yeah the guy kicked out of like we were sitting up rather than kind of doing yeah. the warriors way laying down thing fuck this match this so, match was the one with a really really <laughs> pissy spine buster in it as well two people lifted right. up penta and we're like eh. <laughs> just gently put him down on yeah, the mat laid him down and right tried to double hook the leg and penta was like sat up <laughs> I'm not kicking it. I'm not fucking getting pinned on that one. Maybe we get to a two count on that. Penta seems like the only one who gives a shit the whole way through. It takes him to the third fall to even do a Cerro Miero, but yeah. he does it at least, you know? <laughs> I like the fact that we're just basically putting it down. It's going, Penta really cared. He went until the third fall to do one hand gesture. <laughs> to do his mocking thing or whatever. <laughs> fucking hell. Anyway, so Lucha Bros back in the ring and they seem to be annoyed at Dragon Lee for some fucking reason. Did you work out why they were annoyed at him? Um, Dragon Lee probably said can I come with you to AAA fuck off <laughs> stay here where's your real Dragon Lee mask dickhead but there's there's no there's no reasoning behind why they're suddenly annoyed with their partner they've been fine with him the whole way through he won them the match and they get back in the ring and they're like oi dickhead <laughs> like what What? where's the narrative the, the motivation anything you called us to come to this shithole oh fucking hell man so Penta immediately beats the fuck out of Dragon Lee for no fucking reason whatsoever. Unmasks him. The camera almost completely misses it, but just about cuts back in time to reveal the actual pulling off the mask. I like the fact this stage where then Ray Finney's like, hang on, run, <laughs> kick, 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 <laughs> run away. It's like, my brother's beating you up. I'm going to get involved. He's on the other side of the ring, doesn't even notice until the mask is off. He's like, oh, I'm meant to be doing this. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, the spot. I forgot. <laughs> Jumps in. They kick the shit out of Dragon Lee post-match. Because the notes I had said I was being demasked. So I was pretty not happy about it. <laughs> oh, fucking thing's stupid. The camera doesn't show him unmasked either. He covers up straight away. And so, like, even the purpose of this whole thing is stupid. So, um, I know how good Penta, Phoenix, and Dragon Lee can be, but that match was absolutely trash. And then Penta runs back into the ring after standing on Dragon Lee's mask on the entrance ramp. Somehow, Dragon Lee has got a secondary mask and put it on. Penta is like, fuck that, and steals the second mask off of him. And you're like, I love you, Penta. You saved this moment for me. Uh, he just properly redeemed himself in my eyes for this. It was just great. He was probably like, hang on. Have you got my Lucha Underground contract under there? <laughs> Can we turn and burn this? No one ever notices it. Like, what, what, whoever runs Lucha Underground? Do you know? Uh, I think it was uh, Lucha El Rey who yeah. had like, the main financial backers of it. What a selfish prick to rob the world of Pentagon Junior as a name. Well, yes and no. You've got to protect your business interests. And if someone, again, at this stage, because Penta wasn't really talked about and he didn't really come into a fruition until the end of season one into season two of lucha underground right which we should definitely cover some lucha underground at some point I'll be up for doing that yeah um but yeah he wasn't a huge name so obviously if you're given this opportunity to sign for four seasons of a tv show yeah. guaranteed money but i think a lot of the boys signed it until they realized oh i can't go and work on anything with tv or <laughs> on demand and that's when let's be honest over the last three four years that's when the booms really happened yeah they yeah. signed a contract and they're like oh shit, I can make more money on the indies rather than this Lucha El Rey money. Everyone seems to be realising that at the moment. Yeah. And, Even and WWE, like you see Brody Lee, what was his name? Uh, Luke Harper. Luke Harper's gone, like Alexander Wolfe has just left as well. Well, there's rumours Wolfe's going back to NXT. Oh, okay, fair enough. But what I'd be interested if him and uh, Wolfe and Dane end up in NXT UK. Oh, uh, that sounds likely. Yeah. 
Yeah, why not? So, and our main event of the evening. Thank God we're coming to the end of this. Uh, was what I was thinking at the time, yeah. that's for sure. Best out of two, three, fours match of Caristico versus Ultimo Guerrero. Is this the point we go through the family history? Let's uh, what for Guerrero or, or uh, fate, uh, original Sincara Mystico, original Sincara, original Mystico. That one. So Mystico was top dog in CMWL and left to go to WWE. Triple H's first big money signing before NXT was a developmental territory. Indeed, and changes his name to Sincara. Did you ever see any original Mystico matches? Only the highlights that WWE showed. He was incredible. I remember seeing Mystico and going, this is the man. Like, if ever they needed someone to replace Rey Mysterio, he is the boy. I then watched, about a year or so, before he signed to WWE, his bunch of matches throughout that year. I was kind of getting interested in Lucha and stuff because I saw how good he was. And he was a botchy mess. It's a good thing he sorted that out when he went to WWE. (laughs) But this is the thing. They signed him after a year of being a botchy, botchy, botch, botch, right? <laughs> but before that, like the six, seven years or whatever he was in CMWL, he was he barely botched at all. You would have thought, you know, you'd see this dude doing a year of absolute shit and go, maybe we should sign <laughs> I think the thing that didn't do him brilliant in WWE is when they had the blue lighting to start with. When he wrestled Fuck in just the dim blue lights. And also the trampoline, which just led to the best botch. I mean, even like Kalisto, when he does it, or used to do it. When yeah. he, remember when he got caught on the top row and had to flip down? Absolutely. Oh, man. But, but the, the thing, first time they did the trampoline, I marked out. I was like, oh, that's incredible. But then he botched it the first time on live TV. <laughs> You're like, nope, get rid of it. But they kept going and then the shitty lighting and everything else. Like, oh, it was terrible. And then they brought in the, the fake Sinkara, which was Hunico. Who's now the current Sinkara? Yeah, who I did wouldn't the be Sinkara versus Sinkara and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to do a new Hunico Sinkara is going to be like, I want to leave too, and, uh, and Vince will be like, just fuck off, mate. The colognes are still here. <laughs> Apparently, he's got a terrible attitude backstage as well. Oh, really? I've seen four or five shoot interviews with him picking fights with people backstage about stuff that happened in the ring and things, and you just can't do that, man. I love the fact that on commentary when they switched it to Hunico and like, well, Sinkara's he's got a lot bigger. Oh, and he's got a tattoo. <laughs> Hang on, it's not the same flipping guy. Literally flipping guys. So then he went... I mean, this is Vince. He's Mexican. He may as well be the same person, you know? So through... Is this at the same time when once he left that CMWL basically said, okay, well, we're going to keep the Mystico character and they put someone else under the hood? So the original Dragon Lee in CMWL is given the Mystico name as Mystico leaves to go to become Sinkara. So he's technically... He's, he's affectionately referred to as Mystico 2. Yeah. Okay? And I'll refer to him to that to make it as clear as possible. Mystico 2... So the former Dragon Lee is the younger brother of Rush. Do you know who Rush is? The band. No, not even Leo. Rush is the guy who formed Ingobernables with La Sombra and La Mascara, ah. who eventually brought across Naito, who went on to form Los Ingobernables de Japón, or of Japan, de Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> right? So Rush is currently signed to... Um, CMWL and ROH. Okay. Okay. I've seen some of his matches recently, and oh my god, he is excellent. Like he was good in Ingobernables, but La Sombra was always like Andrade was yeah. always the boy. You know what I mean? Rush was always kind of secondary almost, but Rush has come good recently to the point where you will start to see him in either the Fed or AEW once his ROH shit runs out. I like, yeah, we don't talk about ROH anymore anyway. No, because the shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, let's carry on with this. So, because <laughs> yeah, we want to talk about something that isn't shit. Oh, hang on. Let's but go this to is, This is interesting to me. This, yeah, this kind of weird good, yeah. changing characters history thing is really yeah. interesting to me. So, La Sombra, who was one of the top dogs in CMLL, took the place of Mystico, essentially, then jumps to WWE and is now known as Just Underade. And I watched some of his matches in CMLL. I was like, this is the boy. Like, yeah. absolutely. I watched his few kind of matches leading into him signing WWE every single one's flawless and you're like okay there's your replacement for Rey Mysterio he's the boy and he is absolutely right now like there, I think there's a good reason they put him with Rey when Rey came back yeah and um, also it's good and then they've transferred them both over to Raw yeah. as well and I mean, put, how fucking great have his matches been week put, to week he's putting Selena Vega with him as well she's a really good like foil to have as well for sure yeah and WWE trying to do their good things for, for good HR purposes oh your wife's your husband's over it. Oh, fine, fine, fuck it. It's not like the olden days where Batiste would just nail anyone. Oh, they sent Ali Black across with them and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And they sent Rico as well. They're like, sent them all across. <laughs> yeah. That's really good, you know. So, La Sombra leaves CMLL, uh, leaving them without a top top face, essentially, to go to WWE. Um, he was also a heel at that point, by the way, when he left, because he was in Gorbanabes and stuff. So, we're left with Rush and Mystico 2, okay, who is the original Dragon Lee. Their younger brother then debuts in CMLL in 2013, and they give him the name Dragon Lee. So it starts to get a little confusing here, okay? Stick with me. But side note, uh, their dad also works for CMLL under the name La Bestia del Ring, so the Beast of the Ring, okay? So Sin Cara then comes back to AAA, and you're like, hang on, you're not a AAA guy, you're a CMLL guy. And he comes under the name as Caristico because he can't use Sincara because they've replaced him there. And he can't use Mystico because <laughs> he's not in CMLL. And it's all copyrighted. So this brings me to my question. Is he the only guy ever to have be the original gimmick of two different mask characters and can't use either of them? Must be. Because they're being used by different people. Must be. And do you, do you think at any point he's it's like, bonkers. <laughs> I really want Mystico to retire so I'm going to have my Mystico mask back. Oh, for sure. Like, he still has the Mystico mask with yeah. the lines and stuff. But the new Mystico is so much better than the current Caristico. That's for fucking and sure. Because they made the comic about Mystico, didn't they? So, who's still, so. Who, yeah. get, who gets a royalty to that now? Current Mystico or... or who, whoever or owns the gimmick, which will be CMLL. Yeah. I don't think the actual guy who is Mystico, who's the brother of Dragon Lee and Rush, um, will actually have any sort of... Like, you know... That's what they'd call him, by the way, if we went to the, the uh, Dragon Leo Rush. <laughs> Dragon Leo Rush. <laughs> so there we go. So that's basically it. So let's quickly go through the match. Well, let's go back to my notes a little bit. It doesn't take much to go through the, f- so the match in inverted commas. Caristico versus Ultimo Guerrero. Ballady Mexican music plays and the crowd goes wild-ish. Um, dance updates. So we've got both hands clicked side to side and then we get clicks to the sky as well. It's Calistico, aka the original Mystico, the master of botching everything as Sin Cara, as we know him from WWE. Freddie Mercury rolls over in his grave as a chubby middle-aged Mexican lad comes out to We Will Rock You and Ultimo Guerrero immediately jumps Caristico as soon as they're in the ring. Doing the uh, Daniel Bryan entrance to the ring. I was thinking Harlem Heat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, pump up the crowd thing. Every time he does something heelish in this match, because he's the Rudo, apparently, he goes like this, and the crowd join in, and I'm like, no, you're a bad guy. Don't get the crowd to join in. My mind is the Mexican fans are intelligent, they're just mocking him. <laughs> I know there's a slightly different culture in the 
some guys in the audience cheer deliberately for the Rudos, some cheer yeah. for the Technicos, but it ruins any semblance of storytelling or narrative. Yeah, heel or fan, face fan does not work in a professional wrestling crowd. Um, no, definitely not. Not for me, at least. Um, so Ultimo does the Harlem Heat raising the hands, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we get a La Mystica armbar. Are you allowed to call it that anymore when you're not Mystico? Yeah, why not? <laughs> not Christica. Whatever, it's just, ah, oh, whatever. Uh, no tap out, but he gets a submission anyway, because... <laughs> rules i'm gonna bend this arm back i'm just gonna rest it here on my arm i'm gonna pull your oh you've already tapped yeah <laughs> didn't tap Did, Ref's didn't... just like yep that's it <laughs> there's a four guerrero okay. screwed guerrero <laughs> <laughs> so commentary have mentioned mystico about 20 times already on commentary they just they're not into this Caristico gimmick are they um before the second full starts they do the yay boo posing spot um Candido rolls over in his grave as Caristico kicks out of a Brett's rope powerbomb. I thought you were about to say he rolled over in his grave because he thought, oh my god, Caristico's a new body donor. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck that shit. <laughs> um, Ultimo Guerrero does a throw you over my head and low blow you to Caristico right in front of the referee. I think the ref DQ'd him. Yeah, that, in fairness, that was quite a little smart. So he basically lit, threw him over his head like it was a leapfrog and then back leg went up to low yeah. blow him. Yeah. I thought, well, I haven't seen that before. Mate, I've seen it a few times, but to do it directly in front of the ref? Well, I think that's a plan. Because I also read, wasn't this supposed to be a mask versus hair match? Uh, and then he, and then he bolted. So. Then he bolted. Oh, it could have been, maybe. I don't know. Do yeah. I care? No. <laughs> so, um, Ultimo Guerrero decks the ref, and that is fucking it. Wow. What a match. This is our main event of, like, a pay-per-view S-caliber show. Six-minute match for the main event of your, like, <sighs> named pay-per-view. So dumb. So Caristico celebrates and everyone rushes to the exits. And Caristico heads over to the commentary booth to chat. He's been told... He hasn't been told where the hard camera is because he's just got his back to it the whole time. And the guy literally grabs him and goes, it's over there, dickhead. <laughs> Have you not fucking learned? <laughs> All the time at WWE, you still don't wear a flipping hard cam is. And all that time before as the top dog in CMLL yeah. as well. Like the, the oldest promotion in the world, the biggest promotion in Mexico in that time period, you know? Doesn't know what a hard camera is. Good stuff. So he calls Ultimo a perro, which is dog. Um, he leaves uh, the booth, but stops, get back, gets back down off the booth to start talking again. And I just started wondering, did they go home early in the match or something? Because six of a doubt. minutes and we're just doing this bullshit. Oh, my Guerrero just didn't fancy it tonight. That's why it's a low blow and walked off. Yeah. Punched the ref. Off he goes. It was all a shoot. <laughs> and he said, yeah, I think it's a case of, <sighs> no, 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 uh, Caristico. We've, we've got another three minutes of the YouTube stream. 2,000 people are still watching. I, I, I'm... This this whole <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. Like, can we just go home? <laughs> this whole show was dog shit. I've you know we've we've wanted to oh, cover God. shows, and in fairness, on our on our logo, we've got CMWL in here. Um, Not for long. Yeah, it's going to be replaced by AW now. Pretty much, yeah. This was shit. It was abysmal, wasn't it? I thought AAA was bad. AAA Triple Mania is a flipping godsend because at least the luchadors look like luchadors. They're fun, and we've got some fuck, and we've got fucking murder clown not catching people and yeah. saving their lives. Stuff to talk and reference on the in pod. In this regularly. match, we've just got crotch stomps, kicking out of middle right power bombs, <laughs> and all round. This is what I'd expect lucha to be if it was in Kent. Yeah, pretty much, man. Apart from there's more dancing naked girls. 
This oh, is good. the level of shit lucha that I see in Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I would say there's probably better luchadors, like typical kind of Kent indie wrestling and stuff, you know, there aren't some of these. Careful now. So, um, uh, Caristico is the only wrestler, uh, blah, 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 blah. I'm just going to skip over all that. Fuck it, who cares? So, doing a bit of research into lucha companies, you start to realize it's basically all in the family, is the way I'm going to put it. There seems to be about three or four families that incorporate every single wrestler in AAA and CMLL. And it starts to explain a lot where people who shouldn't be at the top of the card, Ultima Guerrero, are at the top of the card because of family ties. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and that happens a lot. So La Mascara, who is the guy that formed Los Single Bernabes with the two of the dudes or whatever, like Rush and La Sombra, jumped to AAA and is the cousin of Psycho Clown. Yay! And uh, a couple of other people. There's maybe 30 people in that family that are across these two companies. You're like, 30? Like women, men, third generation, first generation, they're all still wrestling there. Now, who is related, if this is going back to the area, who is yeah. related to Big Mommy? Sorry, Big, Big Mommy! <laughs> no one, I don't think. Has everyone been in there? <laughs> Because she has given birth to all these 30 luchadors. <laughs> it's like a luchador factory. They just keep out the back. You know? Ah, the joy big, of childbirth. Big, big mummy, the luchador factory. There's a gimmick for her. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just found it really interesting that it's all, uh, it's still secretive and it's very yeah. family oriented in that their family need to run all these promotions and stuff. You know? Do you think, because obviously, as you said, people like the Sombra and original Mystico left. Yeah. These are the ones who aren't overly related to the core Mexican group. Pretty much, yeah. Which is why I think these guys feel they can possibly bet themselves and go to WWE and go to AEW and go to TNA. Whereas if you can imagine, like, again, no one would want to sign him, but if one one of the many 30 of the Guerrero family was like, I'm going to leave the family company, it may hinder us because I'm yeah. in the main event spot, they'd be like, no, you need to stay, you're a draw. Yeah, there is elements of that for sure. Like, um, uh, you think of... The guys that you named that left to go to bigger companies or more money, whatever it may be, um, are basically guys that have got over and been top dogs in their respective companies. And I think there's an element of when you are a top guy in Mexico, you can always come back and you'll always be a top guy again. They can never undo that. Once they make you a top guy, you're there for life. You know, you still see guys that are like... 50, 60, 70 years old. Well, I said Villano earlier. That are booked like they're going to squash people in main events and stuff. Yeah. It's it's strange. It's, it's I respect the sense of loyalty about it. But it but really, really harms the product. It fucking destroys it. It makes it unwatchable at times. So on the subject of unwatchable, <laughs> yeah. cornflake rating for this show. CM, double L, Sin, Pi Dad. No uh, mercy. With that, we're trying to be sensible about it. I'll go minus two. I'm going to go one. Okay. Because of the pink lighting. The re- the staging was very nice. I like I like the <laughs> stage with, with the, the threat of mortal doom for falling down the stairs. Yeah. I like the complete uh, disregard of copyright music. So that was very good. I enjoyed that immensely. Yeah, it was better than watching ROH muting all fucking themes out for their New Japan shows. I did enjoy watching the open match that someone did have a trampoline jump in entrance until I realised it was just the WCW ramp. So it's just a jump over the top rope. So it's not far, yeah. Very <laughs> athletic. Um, and 
Frau Sexpot in her pleather thong from the uh, Lady L- Luchadora Trios match. Fucking A. She was the highlight. The crotch stomps were my favourite bits the whole night, I think. Like, you, we've seen Penta and Phoenix in so many amazing high spot matches. They just couldn't give, you, give a shit. Yeah. They didn't care at all, did they? Take the money and run. Yeah, it was really weird to me. Like, that's why I picked this show. That there was a whole bunch of names. I had no idea who any of them were. There was a few guys in the mains yeah. that we knew we could latch on to or whatever. And you expect some sort of high spot craziness. And there was fucking nothing to latch on to. I just enjoyed the mugging of Dragon Lee at the end. That was the, <laughs> the highlight for me. The beat down of Dragon Lee at the end is what the one star comes to. Uh, for sure. So uh, I've got two sentences written at the end of my notes, okay? Mexican wrestling exposes the business. Yep, agreed. Jim Ross quote, you know. And I thought WWE was a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to this, it's immaculate storytelling and they've still got the two of the best luchas in the world in La Sombra and Ray. yeah for sure yeah although I mean, as I said at least AAA have got Pagano Psycho Clown Murder Clown Wagner Jr yeah they've AAA got characters. are taking over yeah and I think that also helps a lot more now over. that Conan sorry. is a lot more involved in it now yeah got Conan you got Vamp there like sorry to hear about your recent medical news Vamp um, do you know about this? Yeah, he's a poorly boy. Yeah, yeah, it's a real shame, man, because I love that dude. From the first time I saw him in WCW, I was like, what a ledge. His, when, his run when with Sting near the end of WCW Fuck was yeah. so good when they're in the graveyard. Such a good good little bit of vignette there. Absolutely, really, really man. good. Even the kiss bullshit with yeah. him like, up there with the demon and fighting that and stuff. Like, I just love that shit. Um, but <sighs> It makes me think that AAA at least invests in characters and storyline. I don't really want to give either company another chance. I think we have to do a Triple Mania at some we point. We have to do Triple Mania. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm so excited for Triple Mania. We've already skipped one. Yeah. Well, we're going to go for the, we're going to because it was Triple Mania 2018, which we chose to ignore. But I think this year's yeah. Triple Mania we're going to go for. Oh fuck! Okay. I think we should go to Triple Mania. <laughs> Let's go to Mexico. Because <laughs> if Can anyone's we time it with like the American shows and stuff, do like a bit of a road trip or something, we'll find out. But I think we should definitely at some point. I think we should basically okay. make it. We now <laughs> go to a big event, so we'll go to a Mania, we'll go to a Wrestle Kingdom, we'll go to a Triple Mania, and these oh. will be our our escaping our family holidays. Help us do that. Buy a T-shirt <laughs> and get, <laughs> get us over to Mexico. We'll make the best vlogs you've ever seen in your life. I promise it. Uh, Amazon.com, Amazon.co.uk, search World of Wrestling Podcast. You'll find our T-shirts. And as a side note, if you really want to watch this vlog, I've got a mask. I've got some Lucha attire. I'll get books. Fuck yeah, boy. So let's talk about what we're going to do next week. Yes. Because we've got some options at this point, right? I've got all the indie shows from WrestleMania weekend. We've got a few that we've downloaded previously. But I'm thinking maybe it's time to do the storyline we've been talking about. Well... To get warmed up for the storyline, just to make sure we can do this and follow it through, it'll be only a one-episode arc. Okay. I want to do every match yeah. of the Brawl for All. Okay, we're going to do Brawl for All Start next, to finish. The okay. ri- or as I'm going to call the storyline arc, the rise and rise <laughs> of Bart Gunn. <laughs> so, with the Brawl for All, um, I made a specific point when we started this pod of always doing a show but I think it's too good not to do almost. So yeah. let's make one exception where we're going to do matches yeah. from all the Brawl for Alls, from Raws, from whatever they would yeah. be, the pay-per-views. I would liken this to um, a King of the Ring. Quali- if we did the King of the Ring and we did all the qualifiers, we're going to go from the main event, which was Butterbean versus, spoiler alert, Bart Gunn, yeah. all the way back to the qualifiers, including the backstories of who said they were originally going to be in it and then pulled out. Okay, good stuff. Okay. Um, shall we announce the storyline as well? 
I kind of want to because... Yeah, announce the storyline. Okay, so I don't know quite how we're going to name it at this point, but essentially we're going to do the Billy Kidman, Hulk Hogan (laughs) storyline from WCW 2001, I want to say. So New New Blood, Millionaires Club, but really we're going to focus in on the Billy Kidman, Hulk Hogan feud of the century. (laughs) I like to call it the... Who nailed Tory? Question mark feud. <laughs> and who's a racist cunt? <laughs> yeah, Kidman. <laughs> Man, Billy Kidman was overreaching so hard in his life, wasn't he? Without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> so uh, that that should be a lot of fun. Basically, we got so trapped in doing shows that have no narrative to them whatsoever, including CMWL. And I was like so desperate to do three or four shows in a row that have a decent story arc and such. Yeah. So. We'll make graphics and we'll do all sorts of stuff for it to make it like more important. I guess I know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, let's end the podcast, shall we? Where can people find you on the Twitter and social media? You can find me at Rich Be Thy Name on Instagram and Twitter. I am at the Tex Williams on Twitter and Instagram. I don't have a Facebook, so it's a fake. Cool. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> to make me look like I, people care. <laughs> but uh, World of Rest Pod on Twitter is the best place to kind of find us and contact us for sure. Uh, World of Wrestling Podcast on Facebook as well, if that's your cup of tea. Not that we use Facebook so much, but we do post all the episodes yeah. there and everything. So it's a good way to stay in touch. Turn on all your notifications. Subscribe on YouTube. Do all that shit because we're live on YouTube every Wednesday at five o'clock. Come look at our pretty faces. And Ho- mine. Hopefully the camera's looking a bit better today today like not looking like blue zombies anymore and we've got the frame rates and everything down i'm, I'm pretty pleased you say we you've got the frame rates down whatever it's all good it's, it's a joint up. effort mate. <laughs> so yeah world of wrestling podcast.com is the best place to find everything you could possibly need from us including links to uh, buy our t-shirts which you can buy on amazon.com and amazon.co.uk you so really want sure. that trip to mexico now don't I you i really want to sell some more t-shirts that'd be really nice conan if we come to mexico could we <laughs> podcast from yeah, let's ask him if we can pod from his. Mate, he's our new buddy, isn't he? So old buddy now. We've yeah. known for a while. He's the vet of our pod. Uh, but yeah, whatarrestingpodcast.com is the best place to find everything you can possibly need, including links to all your um, our pod apps or YouTube, everything else like that. Yeah, tell a friend, subscribe, do all that sort of shit. We're not very good at self-promotion because we just do this kind of for our own benefit or whatever. But um, yeah, it'd be really nice to get some more eyes on the product because it's starting to get a bit popular here and there like yeah we're getting i i, I like we're honest with we sell t-shirts this isn't yeah. bs in it you know we're getting a bit of traction now which is nice for sure man yeah like joe ryan retweeted us we got a bit of exposure that way new faces on the thing so cal Val as well stuff. yeah for sure man like really really appreciate everyone that's helped us out and um if you do we'll shout you out you know if you yeah, buy a definitely. t-shirt give us a shout whatever you do okay have a good week everyone see you next week for the brawl for all i'm excited <laughs> take it easy boys see you later bye-bye